bong, bong. I went to Ace's Pizza and Liquor last night for dinner. And I, for dinner, I actually had pizza and liquor. Okay? They've got quality pizza, quality liquor. Italian feed and, you know, probably Irish brews. You know, Irish historically drunks. Um, and I went there and I, I got exactly what I wanted from both sides of food and liquor. I was like, get me some of that young blood. Um, lager and let me get a pepperoni pizza and, and make it snappy and you know what they did made it snappy dude I took that I took it away it's a it's a, also a takeaway liquor store it's all it's as convenient as you want it to be aces pizza and liquor dude food and liquor if if you like Lupe fiasco you go in there and you you go boopity boopity and they fucking feed you this Italian feast and they treat you like family, okay? I don't know what, I honestly don't know why you'd want to eat anywhere else. Aces Pizza, it's it's in the heart of the city, right next to the Adelaide Central Market, uh, and in between there, near near Chinatown as well. It's it's the best, man. You got to get in there. They support the show, so you need to support them. Aces Pizza. And don't forget that, you know, when you need that productivity, that speed up, you got to get into Bung Bung Coffee. BungBungCoffee.com is the best coffee ever, they say. You know? Uh, let me tell you this. Let me tell you how quick this shit's moving. I got an order in, you know, all packaged up in those purple bags. One week ago on a Friday, got delivered. And then it was sold out on Wednesday. Okay? That's less than a week. That's five days. So that's how good this coffee is. People cannot stop. It's, it's the... You know, it's it's the legal version of crack cocaine. And don't, you know, if I was if I was paying someone else to do this ad read for, for Bung Bung Coffee, I would I'd ask them not to say that, because it's not a drug. Well it is. It's caffeine, but you know what I'm saying. It's the best fuel for your body. It's productivity in a cup. Get in there, do better at your job, get a raise, get more bitches. Bung bung coffee. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. Aka the Milkman, because I always deliver. Aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI of podcasts and the Captain, the Johnny Drama of podcasting, because, you know, I'm a veteran in this fucking podcasting shit. 304, I think this episode is. 304. How many. What have you done 304 times? Answer that. Have you, <clears throat> you know, you've probably driven a car 304 times. So what? Are you getting paid for it? Are you Daniel Ricardo? Are you, um, that's it. That's my knowledge of F1. Uh, what else have you, you know, you've probably gone to work. 304 times. Good for you. You're not even in love with it. I'm in love with this. You've probably gone to the toilet 304 times and you're still not a pro at it because I see you with piss on your shoes as soon as you come out. Okay? I'm a pro podcaster, bro. I'm Kevin Dillon. I'm Johnny Drama. 
I am Vincent Chase's older brother. I've got skinny calves. I actually don't. I've been working out. Um, just just the exercise bike. And I'll tell you this: my calf, my calf muscles, they're looking pretty good. As long you know, as long as I've got a hoodie on and you can't see my tits or my gut, I I've got a I look decent. I've got some thighs on me, some good meaty thighs, and some you know some calves. It looks like I go up and down stairs regularly. And that's where I'm at with my, you know, body image at the moment. So I'm not, you know, I'm not completely body shamed myself. I look like shit topless, but you know, you, you put on a nice shirt that's not fitted that won't, you know, outline the shape of your tits and the direction your nipples are pointing in. And I look pretty decent. Um, I forgot what I was talking about, but I went to the beach last Sunday. It was a decent day. I went to the beach with my dogs, let them off the lead. And one of our dogs, the big one, uh, Gigi, named after uh, Mambasita, she, she's got bad recall. We haven't trained her recall properly and, you know, I don't care to. I've got, I'm busy, you know. So we go to the beach, let her off the lead, she's gone. She is at least, she's literally the size of, I've got a pen in my hand. I put a dot on the paper and I see that dot. That's how big my dog looked. That's how far she ran away from us. And then ran into the water. So she's gone swimming while we're this far away. So if she got in a riptide or something, it was over. But she's a strong swimmer and she went out probably 30 meters deep. I'm not lying. 30 meters, I reckon. And she just turned around and came back. Rested her legs and she went back out for another one. She's a strong swimmer. She's a strong swimmer. So that was, you know, stressful, but kind of cute to, to look at. Um, this is going to be a very short week recap because I've actually done fuck all this week. I I uh, went out for dinner on Wednesday night um, because my mum retired. Congratulations, mum. I know you don't listen to the show anymore. It's, you know, it's, it's not your jam. It's not for you. It wasn't designed for your demo, all right? Uh, but congratulations to my mum. She's retired. So... She's going to be my new assistant for our Bung Bung Coffee. She's going to be doing deliveries. She's going to be packaging. She's going to be doing, you know, she's now she's got a part-time job. I'm a, I am an employer, but she's also, she's not getting paid. Um, so that's cool. Uh, we went to Sean's Kitchen. I don't usually name places, but nothing bad happened. It didn't almost burn down. So uh, we went to Sean's Kitchen. I ordered pork belly and squid for my entree and that was delicious. And that's something that I would never, you know, think about pairing is pork and squid. And I did that. And um, that was fucking unreal. Then I got a, um, I think it was like a king prawn fettuccine or something. Linguini, linguini. Oh, and it was nice, but it was not as nice as this bung bung coffee, bro. Okay. So we went there, had a good night, had a few drinks, a few cocktails. I had like this butterscotch martini. Good God. It makes me want to go and buy the recipe, like go buy the ingredients to make that shit. That was delicious. Uh, I've got board man in the building again today. Um, and we're going golfing after this. Not for 18, but we're going to go to the range. Hit some balls. Um, it's been a few months actually since I did that. I was going every week for about two months and then 
Um, that Yeah, that really fell off. So we'll be doing that this afternoon. And it's I heard, uh, I didn't hear it, I read, read a tweet. It's National Bowling Day today. I don't know if there's discounts at AMF or whatever they call it, Bowland. Um, but it's National Bowling Day. So shout out to my bowling buddies. Johnny Drama has his own bowling ball as well, just so you know that. Um, so I am the Johnny Drama of podcasting. I We have uh, monthly or bi-monthly team activities at my work to like, you know, we're dealing with like mental health and PTSD and all this shit every day. So it's just to, you know, recharge, get away from the, the work a little bit, right? Self-care. So we have these activities every couple months and this Tuesday we've got one that's bowling. So, uh, you know, I am in uh, a middle management role and I'm going to fucking flog my subordinates. I'm going to get that size, I think it's size 12 ball with the big holes in it. These holes are so big in this ball, the ball that I use, because I'm scared that my finger's going to get trapped in the hole and um get ripped ripped off. Because I, I actually knew a guy. Well, I still know him, but his, this is one of those, you know, chain, chain males. Um, you know, my friend's dad's friend, right, dunked a basketball with uh, on a hoop with metal chain, finger, caught in there, bang, left part of his finger up there. And that's what I feel like is going to happen to me if I use bowling ball with holes that are too small. So I get the big holes. Like, it looks like Shrek uses this ball, dude. It is these holes. I don't even know a drill bit that can do holes like this, okay? So I put my whole fist in one of these holes and I bowl it down the alley and, you know, I do, I do okay. Sometimes I break 200. That's about the best I can do. I've seen... I've seen board man. I've gone bowling with board man on several occasions and he's he's a handy bowler. He's he's actually handy with um you know alternate alternate alternative sports. Billiards. Handy at billiards. Um anything else? That's about it. Darts? You used to have a dartboard. No good at it. No good. I'm good at darts. I'm actually pretty good at some alternative sports. I'm good at uh, darts and um, cornhole. I can play a bit of fucking cornhole, man. Um, there's one called... Ah, oh, shit. Is it Irish horseshoes or is it Polish? Could be Polish horseshoes where you put a, um, you put a ski pole in the ground because they've got a spike on the bottom of them, so it'll stand up. You put it, you place a beer on top of the ski pole, and you also it's an empty beer on top of the ski pole, and you also hold a beer, so you can only play with one hand, right? And you throw a frisbee, and you got to try and knock the pole or the beer off the empty beer. And if someone knocks the beer, you've got to catch it before it hits the ground or something. I don't know. It's a fun game, and I was decent at that because. If I'm short distance frisbee, I'm good. But long distance frisbee, you don't really want me to get involved with that. Finska, I can play some good Finska. Lawn bowls, I'm good at lawn bowls. Lawn games, I can play a lot of lawn games except soccer. Um, what's that other one? Bocce. I play a bit of bocce. 
you know, the Olympics is finished, but in high school, and I bet you guys have heard a lot of this from your friends. Oh, in high school, I had the record. I had the high jump record. I had the fucking this and that. I um, I was de- I was handy with throwing things. Discus, I had a good discus. Got a couple blue ribbons in discus. Shot put. I got a red ribbon in shot put because there's this other guy called Ryan. Do you remember Big Ryan Nahos? He was in my year. Big boy. Redhead or not? Nah. This guy, you know, I hope he's still alive. Like, honestly, like, he was a big boy. Like, I'm t- probably 300 pounds. Well, what's that? That's 150 kilos as a, you know, 17-year-old. Uh, this guy was big and he fuck, he could throw a f- fucking shot put. And he got the blue ribbon. I had to, I had to take second to him. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people out there talking about how fucking good they were at running and jumping and all this shit in high school. I'm over it, bro. I don't care how good you were in high school, okay? And no offense to Rachel. This is what Rachel likes to do. She likes to tell me about how hard she used to, used to work out. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you used to do, bro. You know? I was a professional athlete. And you don't hear me talking about my my previous workouts, all right? So if you're a non-professional athlete and you want to talk to me about working out, it better be what you're doing this morning, not five years mornings ago, okay? Not into it. Not into people talking about their glory years, bro. Not at my age. When You know, once you get old and you're boring. No, honestly, aging... The process of aging, people, you know, people get depressed about it and all this. And a lot of people get depressed about it for reasons of vanity. You know, oh, wrinkles, oh, gray hair, oh, you know, oh, muscle atrophy. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. You know what else sucks? The older you get, the lamer you get, bro. There's no denying it. You slowly, you could be the coolest cat in the world, bro, and you slowly turn into a loser, and then you die. And that's, and that's life. And uh, I don't want to hear about your glory days until you're on your deathbed, okay? And I'm helping you with your manuscripts, you know, picking out the best parts of your boring fucking life to put in a book so someone who gives a fuck might remember you, you know, a few years later. Um... And that's that's something else too. Not everybody needs a fucking book, all right? I don't, dude. People talking about manuscripts. It's like, what did you do for thirty years? Oh, I was, you know. No offense to this this um, you know, profession, but oh yeah, I was accountant for thirty years. Oh shit, were you managing like the books of the mafia? Nah, dude. Just um, uh, this fish and chip shop. Oh, thirty years. Accounting for fish and chips, and you you're doing manuscript. Turn it in. Turn it in. We don't need to read it. We get it. We get it. You good. You're good with numbers and maybe you know, deep frying shit. People. I think you got to at least have killed at least one man to have a book. I think. Self-help books, throw them in the bin. They're all, they all say the same shit. 
they will say things like, invest in yourself. Yeah, vague, you know, give me some real advice. Tell me the company to invest in and how much fucking money to do, do it for and how long to hold it before I sell. Give me some specifics. Invest in yourself. Wake up early and make your bed to start your day. What? Give me some money, bruh. Make my bed. What? Insanity, bruh. Gary V? You guys are listening to Gary V? No offense, but I've watched a couple of this guy's videos because, you know, I've got a few friends that are into this guy. And he just sits there in, in complete vagueness, like he's, you know, in the middle of a fucking K-hole talking about, um, you know, you've, if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? Yeah, no shit, guy. Give me some money. Motivational speakers are the biggest fucking money heist I've ever seen. These guys sell out arenas and they don't even need to make anyone laugh. Bruh, sell, sell out an arena and make them laugh. Do some Kevin Hart shit, bruh. Show me something. These guys go in and they don't even... There's no pressure, dude. Every set is a major bomb. They don't make anyone laugh for fucking 60 minutes. Then Bill Burr goes out there and he's fucking, you know, given given everything he's got. Big pressure. Right? And you've got fucking Tony Robbins who's on HGH. Have you seen the size of this guy? His head is the size of a microwave. I cannot believe it. And he's he's talking about walking over hot coals and changing your life. What are you people doing? And then, you know, people are buying into this shit and then everyone is surprised that there's such things as conspiracy theorists. Yeah, dude, people are idiots. People are idiots, bro. Honestly, I don't even know why I bothered fucking sourcing premium coffee beans. I should have just re, you know, just washed all my water bottles that I drink out of and then just filled them with tap water and told you it was premium tap water. You idiots would have bought it, bro. People are so dumb. People are paying money, dude, for people named motivational speakers who before that never did anything. They just decided they were going to be a motivational speaker. Motivational speaker to me, I need someone who's survived cancer, been to war, um, been kidnapped for at least 45 days, no less. Um, what else? What would el- what else would be motivating? You know, been the best at something, like run a Fortune 500 company. Uh, Bernie Madoff, before he died, I would have had him be a motivational speaker and say, hey, kids, guess what? You shouldn't do pyramid schemes. It's naughty. I would have been like, shit, Bernie Madoff said that. I'm out. Uh, prison, if anyone's been to prison for longer than 24 years, okay, they can be a motivational speaker. Um, people that have previous addicts, drug addicts, sex addicts, um, no video game addicts. I don't care about you. I don't think that's a real problem. Um, to have, you know, you get no pussy, but once you come out of that video game addiction, you can get a, re- you go get a real addiction, like a sex addiction, shout out to Tiger Woods, drug addiction, shout out to fucking, um, now I'm trying to think of a celebrity drug addict, 
Lindsay Lohan, go ahead. Now come to my school and start talking to me. Car crash survivors who are now in wheelchairs, motivational speaker. I don't want some fat chick who's overly confident. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) To be my motivational speaker. All right. Little technical difficulties. Ran out of space on the SD card like a real professional. But that's enough about motivational uh, speakers anyway. They're all idiots. And you're idiots if that's, you know, what you live your life by. No offense, but yes, offense. Um, Dude, if you want some fucking confidence, what you need to do is get a fucking easy money. Easy money. Hoodie, bruh. They're not even available in the store. Because I... I had a a pre-order available a few months ago and I didn't get enough pre-orders. So no one, no one got their fucking merch. And this is, look at the swag on this. If you're on YouTube, which no one is, no one watches the YouTube, but you got to keep putting them out. You guys probably listen to this in your cars on the way to work. Or, you know, while you're doing grocery shopping with your mask on, hopefully. Uh, Oh, yeah, but we'll do another run eventually. But, yeah, you guys fucked it. You fucked it for yourselves and, and for me. Um, We're going to go into listen to this fuck shit. Yeah, take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Uh, underwater blocks of land. This one's coming in from Phil. Uh, underwater blocks of land for sale asking less than $100,000. Now... What does that even mean? Underwater blocks of land? So what? You're going to, what, SpongeBob it up? What the fuck, bro? In Ontario, Canada, a sprawling 7.7 hectare plot has hit the market for a seemingly bargain price of 99000 However, it is entirely covered by the waters of Lake Erie. The listing says... This property is presently underwater, but could have endless possibilities in the future. This is this is retarded, son. What? How far in the future? When the you know when the world becomes a post post apocalyptic because the sun's about to explode and we've you know we've filled the the oceans with with garbage and you know fucking Antarctica has melted is that is that what the possibilities are so everything's water and then you're you've got the same land as everyone else and you got it for cheaper is that what the or do you hope that lake erie evaporates and then it's it's land just normal land and you can build on it and hope that it doesn't refill what are you talking about the listing has the answer be creative fuck shit that is that is fuck shit. Thank you, Phil. That is infuriating, Philip. Um, we got one in from someone named Sebastian, and that's funny. Speaking of you know things underwater, the Little Mermaid has a crab in it named Sebastian. 
uh, Jamaican crab. Okay, so so that's who's written in here. And this one says, this one from Sebastian says, Mexican actress Lynn May announces she's pregnant at 68. And you shouldn't have kids when you're 68. Uh, there's all types of health risks for the child and the mother at that age, I believe. I'm not a scientist. I'm a doctor, PhD of podcasting. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's selfish too, right? So when the kid turns 20, you're 88 or dead. Or they're pretty much the same thing. You're at minimum, you're a loser at that age and your kid doesn't want to be seen around you. So what are you going to talk about your glory days? You cannot have a kid at 68. That's unfair to the child. You're supposed to walk your kid to school. This kid's going to be pushing you in a fucking wheelchair. And then what? You just sit out the front of the school all day like a psychopath waiting for the bell to go. And then your kid can walk you home. Sick. That's real sicko shit, bro. You're getting, you know, colonoscopies the same day that your, your kid's got a fucking, their first vaccination. What are you doing? What kind of energy do you have for a toddler when you're 71? You know, three-year-old kid, just coming out of terrible twos, you're over 70. What? Nah, bro. I don't even need to read this. All I know is that this woman's 68 having a kid. That's selfish. That's shellfish. Thank you, Sebastian. <laughs> Did you peep the partner's age? What was that? Did you peep the partner's age? No, hold on. Um, With her 29-year-old partner, Marcos D1. And your name shouldn't be D1. I don't understand. Hold on. Oh, that's his musician name. That's not his real name. Also, how successful can you be with a name like Marcos D1? That doesn't sound, that doesn't roll off the tongue. You've got to be like Avicii, you know, Lord with an E on the end. Banksy, you know, the artist. Um, Lloyd Banks, 50 Cent. You don't want to be Marcos D1. Done. Marcos done. I don't know. He's 29. He's knocked up a 68-year-old. This dude, I know what he's doing. This is that um, Nicole Richie shit. Was that was that her name? No, Nicole Richie was Paris Hilton's friend. Who am I thinking of? She's dead now, and she married an old dude for his money, clearly. Um... I don't even have I don't even have a first name in my mind. Oh well, but that's what he's doing. He's trying to he's trying to secure the bag. Shout out to Marcos D one. That's some fuck shit. Uh and this one's coming in from Corey. I've got several friends in my life named Corey. This could be any of them. Or my cousin. It could be my cousin as well, who's kind of a friend. Woman sues McDonald's after burger ad compelled her to break Lent fast. When's this from? Isn't Lent like around Easter? Do you know when Lent is? I don't. Um, anyway, Russian woman alleges burger commercial left her unable to control herself. She sounds fat. She sounds like a motivational speaker. Um, Ksenia Ovchinikova. And, you know, that sounded like royalty, like Ksenia Ovchinikova, but it's not that. It's Her last name is Ovchinikova. Um, 
claims that she was lured into indulging a juicy McDonald's burger. And now she's not loving it. And I, honestly, I fucking am so over journalists, bro. First off, you're at the bottom of the totem pole if you're getting given stories like this. Second, puns are not clever. Man, you corny. Um, let me tell you this, Ksenia. McDonald's is fucking delicious. Everybody wants it. Everybody likes it. I know people that pretend they don't like it. Oh, I don't even like McDonald's. Get fucked. It's delicious. It's consistent. You know exactly what you're going to get every single time. And it's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. You already wanted McDonald's and the ad gave you a reminder, an excuse. Everyone wants McDonald's, bro. I want it probably right now. I've just had a bit of cheese on toast, a little tomato in there. But I could, you know, I could handle a double quarter pounder with cheese, no no onion, okay? And that's, that's what it used to be. It used to be you could get a double quarter pounder or you could get the double quarter pounder with cheese. And then this bitch with attitude, the last time I went to McDonald's, I said, can I get a double quarter pounder with cheese, thanks? And she goes, um, double quarter pounders come with cheese. Do you want extra cheese? I was like, shut the fuck up and put it in the bag. And I took my gun out of her mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, this woman's an idiot. And this is, is this happening in Russia? Do we know? Or is it happening in America? Because suing is such an American pastime. It's a, they say um, baseball is the great American pastime, but I think lawsuits. Um, uh, oh, suing McDonald's for $14. As... This, and this is a reporter. This is someone who takes their job so seriously. However, the cheat meal apparently didn't sit well with Ovchin, Ovchinikova, who is reportedly suing McDonald's for $14 as chompensation. Chompensation. This is an adult that wrote this. Okay? Unacceptable. Um, anyway, yeah, that's some fuck shit. Uh, they may as well just give her the money, right? If it's only $14. Um, let's go to, uh, poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. All right. Got another one here from Corey. Woman using guns laser sight to play with cat shoots friend. And I don't need to read this one either because I can tell you this. She shot her friend and then started talking about how she was playing with a laser sight. One, I've got so many questions. One, was this person in the fuck in SWAT? Who has laser sights on their weapons? This isn't fucking Silent Hill or whatever that video game was. You know, this isn't perfect dark, okay? <laughs> Throwback video games only. <laughs> this isn't fucking Soldier of Fortune, okay? <laughs> um, no one has laser sights on their weapons, first off. So that's wild. So this motherfucker's in the mafia or, or a cop or in, the, in SWAT, FBI, you know? Um tactical, you know, tactical teams. Uh, and honestly, 
you couldn't just take the site off. You know, if anyone knows anything about weaponry, dude, it, you can take the site off of the weapon. So you can take the laser off of the gun and still use it as a laser. It doesn't need to be attached to the weapon to operate. And what, you're just going to... So you're waving around a loaded gun with a laser sight to play with a cat is what you're telling me <laughs> to get off of this murder charge. It's a pretty weak excuse. There's holes all the way through it. Swiss cheese. Um, I, you know, string them up. That's poor posture, Duke. I, I don't know if your posture is worse for the, the murder, the impending doom of the cat with a loaded weapon or the fact that you, you know, you use this excuse. I'd be surprised actually if there was a cat even involved in this whole incident. Um, that's my dog barking. I, I doubt the mic picked it up. These are good mics. You can barely hear me if I if I even put the mic there. But um, my dog's barking because I'm pretty sure I've got a delivery from Australia Post. Um, printer cartridges. So my dog's going to have ink all in its mouth when we get out of here. Um, but yeah, I don't need to... Wisconsin, Wisconsin, shout out to um, Aaron Rodgers. GG, that's enough. <laughs> um, the woman who a witness said had been drinking, of course, picked up the handgun, turned on the laser sight and was pointing it at the floor to get the cat to chase it when the gun went off. Oh, there's witnesses. Um, the man who was standing in a doorway was shot in the thigh, authorities said. He he left and went into another apartment where police found him. He got shot in the leg, left and went to another apartment, not hospital. There's There's a lot going on here. There's a lot to unpack. Um... This guy was a criminal, obviously. So was the person who shot him. There's there's more to this. If Lavelle shoots me in the leg right now, I'm getting an ambulance. Point blank, period. I'm not going to another apartment or room. I don't know. A tourniquet was applied to his leg to stop the bleeding. Maybe that's where, maybe he went to an apartment where there's tourniquets, except I'm sure there was a towel or, or T-shirt in the apartment that he could have used. You know what I mean? I just go into another apartment. There's a lot going on. I think he was getting another weapon to shoot back or something. I don't know. Wisconsin, wild for the night. Poor posture. You po you look like shit, Duke. Um, and we got one more coming in from Aaron. From Aaron. Uh, black. Re oh, I did see this. I did actually. I reposted this on Instagram. A black real estate agent, um, and his clients were handcuffed outside of a Michigan home they were viewing. So I'm going to read this one because this is fucking insane. All right. Um, when police officers with guns drawn surrounded the home, Eric Brown was showing to his friend. He th thought there was a fugitive outside, but they were here for us. He said he came to realize. Um. This is kind of a nice house, but there's a criminal outside. Eric Brown said he thought to himself when he saw the officer. At the time, he was giving Roy Thorne and the man's 15-year-old son, Sammy, a tour of the Wyoming, Michigan home. 
Jeez, this fucking Midwest is no joke right now. Um, he's not going to buy this house now, Brown worried. However, he said he grew less concerned with making a sale and more concerned with staying safe when he noticed a second officer behind a tree made making hand gestures. Before the afternoon was over, police officers would order the trio out of the home and place them in handcuffs. Um, Brown, 46, with Grand Rapids Real Estate, arrived at the two-story, two-garage, brick-covered home at 2 p.m. Sunday and did what he always does. He tested the doorbell, used an app on his phone to open a lockbox that held the key and let himself in before his client arrived in order to open the closets and bedroom doors. Thorne, 45, who Brown has known since they were teens, and Sammy arrived 10 minutes later. The three waved to neighbours outside doing Sunday things. The guy who was mowing the lawn, the family next door, who was hosting an outdoor gathering. They didn't notice when the officers arrived. Brown knew the doors of the house were open. He feared a suspect was on the loose and might try to come in the house to hide. If there's anywhere to run, it's going to be in this house, he remembered thinking. They're about to flush a criminal into this house. We're going to be hostages in here. And Sammy's in the basement. Sammy suddenly rushed upstairs to report that there was more police officers in front of the home. Thorne, who is also black and is an army veteran, told his son to get out of the line of fire and opened a window to address the officers, Brown said. <clears throat> they were so focused on organizing themselves that they didn't hear him screaming. Um, when the officer did hear him, the police officer pointed his gun at the house. Jesus Christ. It's so wild. So for if, if, if a house is getting broken into, <laughs> let me tell you this. When a house is getting broken into, if I, if, if I saw my neighbor's house getting broken into right now, they would send one squad car and a police officer would approach the house with like a torch or something if it was nighttime. Um, they don't draw their weapon and aim it at someone just doing a simple B&E, bruh, bacon and eggs. Um, they surround this house because whoever called up said, yeah, there's three black men, you know? So they've got the whole fucking police department there. This, this, that's, that's what's happening here. Um, Brown said he had his, he and his clients were ordered to come downstairs and exit the front of the house one at a time with their hands up. We realized, okay, this has been going on for some time. Three or four people, no, three or four police vehicles were parked with their wheels on the sidewalk and officers using their open SUV doors as shields with guns drawn were waiting for the trio to emerge from the house. Um, oh, this is a really long, oh, you get, you get it. You fucking get it. These, these cops showed up. The neighbors, obviously white people, uh, called the cops because they saw three people enter, three black people enter a house. Um, and obviously maybe they didn't know the house was for sale. I'm sure it had a for sale sign out the front of it since it was being shown. But, uh, what I read was that this real estate agent had been working in this region, like selling houses in this area for 26 years. And this happened. It's unacceptable. Uh, the, the US is fucked. People often ask me like, oh, would you ever move back? No, is the answer. No fucking way. And this, what did they say? The kid was what, 10 years old or 15? Oh, where does it say it? Um, 15-year-old. 15-year-old getting ordered out of a house that he and his father are looking at living at, uh, you know, 
at gunpoint, police gunpoint. So, and then you wonder why black people make songs like fuck the police, right? Fuck the police. That's, that's why, that's why fuck the police. Um, thank you, Corey, for sending that in. Uh, so the, you know, uh, where was it? Michigan, Wyoming, uh, Wyoming police department. Your posture's terrible, Duke. You look like a number six. You got scoliosis. You got to go see an orthopedic surgeon, Duke. Um, let's go to advice. We need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right. How uh, does it say how long we've been going? Forty-one minutes. All right. Advice. This one's coming in from Theo. And I don't know, I've got no friends called Theo or Theodore or Ted or Teddy. There's a Teddy on Love Island right now. Been watching it all week with my girlfriend. It's fucking unbelievable, this show. I don't know, I don't know how it just keeps getting seasons. It's the same thing every, every, anyway, Theo. Wife has given a hall pass, no idea how to use it. Ooh. I've got some fucking ideas for it. Let's hold on. Let's let's go through this. I've been happily married to my wife for ten plus years. We have two awesome kids together, and we're an awesome team. Oh, I've got an idea for you. Don't use it. We've had some ups and downs, but things are going perfect. We definitely want to grow old together and raise our kids together. Using this whole pass, champ, is one way to not <laughs> to not do that. All right. Uh, she's recently gone on some meds to help with her mental Theo. Come on, mate. <laughs> she's recently gone on some meds to help with her mental health, which has driven her sex drive to an almost non-existence. Okay, okay. The little sex drive she does have, she prefers to control herself. Well, pick up your fuck game. Come on, bro. She assures me there is nothing I can do to improve her experience in the bedroom and she has candidly told me she would support and even pay, if necessary, me to seek physical intimacy elsewhere. Duke, your wife is cheating on you, okay? This is insanity. Or what's your dick look like? Have you got a weird dick? Because honestly... It just doesn't, mm, I don't know, bruh. I don't know, dude. But if, if okay, if this is all legit, I would say hooker for sure. And different hooker every time. Don't get any attachment to anybody. Hookers, go bang some escorts, some working women. You know, women of the night, they call them. Um, professional ladies. I don't want to demand sexy time from her. Also, I don't call it sexy time. That's not hot, bro. If you say to your wife, hey, how about some sexy time? Of course, she's going to say, no, thanks, Theo. I'm going to finger myself instead. Okay? Don't call it sexy time. Um, and I don't want her to feel guilty about not wanting to satisfy my needs. So here we are. I have a whole pass that I would prefer not to use. Okay. And I have no idea how to use that whole pass. And by contrast, I think my mental health will degrade without physical intimacy. 
I legit have no idea where to go from here. What would you do? Bung, bung. I would um, go buy the Karma Sutra or something. Spice up the sex life. Maybe, you know, she says she wants to control it herself. It sounds a little bit off that she's not even open to like, um, you know, in the little sex time, blah, 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 like, you know, stick a vibrator in her and you have the controller, you know? Stuff like that. Do like orgasm um, denial or shit like that. Edging, that kind of shit. Do some wild cowboy shit like that. I think she's, no offense, cheating on you, okay? She's just blatantly said, you should fuck somebody else uh, and I'm happy just controlling my own orgasms. It doesn't sound real to me, dog, and I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but this is why you ride into this show, right? It sounds wild, bro. For someone to just, yeah, I don't know, dog. I don't know. And I don't, you know, you say, you know, you're saying words like sexy time. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. That's not hot, bro. You need to go in when you get home from work on Monday, bro. Walk in the fucking door and grab her by the back of the head, grab her hair, and say. Let's fuck, all right? Do something like that, and she's going to be like, oh, my God, my dry vagina just became absolutely saturated because usually you say stupid shit like sexy time, and now you're grabbing me by the by my ponytail, telling me you're about to fuck my, you know, throat out. <laughs> That's what you need to do, dude. You need to let your inner animal out. Dude, what are you tapping her on the shoulder saying, "Uh, excuse me, like you're fucking fixing your glasses up. You sound like a nerd. Uh, Excuse me, um, (laughs) when I finish uh, reading my book, can we mm, maybe do mm, sexy time? Dude, that's borderline homosexual behavior. You need to, no offense, you need to take over. And I don't think you're doing that, okay? And I don't mean like, you know, don't be like too aggressive, you know? But just fucking, just just be like, just fucking bring the confidence and be like, I'm going to fuck you so hard. She's going to be like, what the fuck got into you, Theo? Was it that hooker I paid for? Be like, no, I'm not getting a hooker. You're going to be my dirty little, you know, cum dumpster tonight. You know, she'll be like, oh my God. And if she doesn't, she'll slap the shit out of you for being disrespectful, but it's worth a try. Um, that was easy. Next, how do I gain the trust of my girlfriend's cat, Peter? This one's from Peter. Um, no one cares about cats, Peter. Don't worry about it. Next, no. <laughs> Hold on, I didn't even read the email. Dr. Boss. I need your vet expertise. I don't see the cat very often, maybe once every other week at least. And every time that I'm there, she keeps her distance, but gives me the kissy eyes, as my girlfriend calls them. Slow blinks. Any tips, any advice, thanks in advance, bung bung. Cats don't like people, dude. They just don't. Um, You know, I used to have a cat. And I don't think it liked me. I lived with it. So 
Who gives a fuck? Try feeding it. Just be like, oh, do you can you know, maybe I can feed the cat instead of you, you know? Maybe the cat will trust me if I'm the one giving it its, you know, dead fish or whatever. Just do that. Um, otherwise, who gives a fuck? It's a cat. Dogs are better. Uh, this one's coming in from Troy. My mom is starting to believe in increasingly absurd things. And this is, dude, this is the times right now. Dude, people's parents are wild. People's parents have too much time on their hands, you know. Like I said, you just, you get older, you get, you slowly and slowly get lamer and lamer until you are then dead, okay? And your parents, everyone's parents are in that stage where they get really lame, boring, they, they're not doing hobbies, they're on the internet reading dumb shit, watching YouTube, right? Learning stupid shit. And that's your, um, what do you say? Your mother right now. Mom, M-O-M. So you're from America. All right, Troy, let's do this. And you've said, hey, mate, I appreciate that. Because that's not American uh, lingo, Troy. Hey, mate, firstly, love the show, but I need help. About two weeks ago, I'd planned to get the COVID vaccine. And my mom, upon hearing this, threatened to kick me out of the house. Because I'd put my family in danger. Okay. Does your mum have a traumatic brain injury? First off. Um, earlier this week, I came home from work to my mum and younger brother wearing tin foil around there. Is this a lie? Wearing tin foil around their heads and later that day, my mum had made juice she heard was the cure for COVID. Okay, you're bullshitting me. There's one sentence left, so I'll keep going. I'm positive this has come from her being a stay-at-home mum and too much free time on her hands. What am I supposed to do about this increasingly, increasingly absurd behavior? First, I guess, write a book because you've got a good imagination and you're lying. Second, people are just, people are wild for the night right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I would do if my mom was like this. My mom said some pretty wild shit in the past. She's, you know, she's a bit older. I've, I've heard her say some reasonably racist shit, not about black people, but about, um, you know, certain ethnicities buying up real estate. And I'm like, hey, lady, were you going to buy that apartment? Then shut the fuck up, you know? You're wild. Um, Maybe do that. Sometimes people need to be taught by uh, just getting, you know, I used to get yelled at when I was a kid. Um, you know, in school, got yelled at by, um, you know, teachers, principals, got yelled at by coaches, and you learn. So sometimes you've got to yell at your own mother. And that's what you should do, Troy. That's, that's my advice. Turn up the volume on your voice box and tell this bitch to stop wearing tinfoil. Dude, you're so full of shit. I don't believe that. I'm sorry, I don't believe that. And last one, and then we're going to leave... Uh, my ex wants to get back together. And this is from D. Um, so my ex-boyfriend told me today that he, he, that we want, hold on. My ex-boyfriend told me today that we wants to work on us being, oh, hey, so that's supposed to say, hey. let me start again. So my ex-boyfriend told me today that he wants to work on us being together again. We previously dated for about four months until he started having family issues and we had been arguing a lot. I always felt like he wasn't as invested 
in the relationship. I was. He never really showed that he cared about me or the relationship in general. He also had a habit of gaslighting me whenever we got into an argument. Can you just uh, Google gaslighting? I always forget what that means. Uh, gaslighting me whenever we got in an argument. I think that's like when you tell someone they're crazy, right? You know, you don't respect me. You always, you know, you always, um, you're always yelling at me. Yelling? What are you talking about? You're crazy. I think that's gaslighting. I don't yell. I don't fucking yell. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I think that's gaslighting. Yeah, so the dictionary term is manipulate someone by psychological means into doubting their own sanity. Manipulate someone by psychological means into doubting their own sanity. Right. So like, yeah, that you're yelling. I'm not yelling. What are you talking about? I've never yelled at you. You're cheating on me. I found, you know, I found the condom wrapper in your pants. Condom wrapper? That was candy. What's wrong with you? Are you out of your fucking mind? That type of shit. I like to have a mint with my lunch. <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 Gaslighting me whenever we got into an argument, telling me that he hasn't done anything wrong and that I'm just being crazy. Every time we did argue, he always brought up the fact that we should just break up. And that's manipulation. Psychological warfare, I call it. Psychological terrorism, emotional terrorism. Which upset me because I felt, I always felt like he just wanted to give up right when things got a little tough. We've been texting on and off, mostly off for about the past four months. These conversations are mostly sexual. Okay, I'll just pause there. We're about halfway through the email, uh, D. I'll tell you this, this guy's just horny. He doesn't want to get back with you. You're having mostly, your your relationship sounds like shit so far in this email and then you're having mostly sexual conversations. Um, That's one, that's not like the most respectful way to like start speaking with someone after four months. And yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't say I miss the relationship. It says I miss getting my dick wet. Okay. For lack of a better term, not lack of, I chose to say that. Um, I did go and see him a couple months ago and we ended up having sex, of course. Uh, but that was it. A couple of days ago, he started telling me he keeps having dreams about me. He thinks about me all the time. He's sorry for how things ended, etc. And this is also a, um, manipulative technique that a lot of guys no guys and girls do it a lot um to their exes they'll they want them to keep thinking of them so they'll they'll keep texting them and shit to like stay in their mind hey how's things hey i miss you um i've done it okay i've had it done to me there's a a great comedian sam marill who talks about a breakup and his his ex-girlfriend texts him saying she misses him and he's like, yeah, that's that's part of the breakup. Like <laughs> we're not going to be seeing each other as much, which is funny, man, because that's it's so true. People always do that text. I miss you. And it's like, yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't have, you know, fucked my second best friend's, you know, friend. Um, uh, I think we planned to hang out tonight, but I told him I wasn't in the mood to have sex. So maybe we could reschedule for another day. He said he actually wanted to just hang out because he misses me and wants to be with me again. Part of me is thinking he hasn't changed and that it's just going to be the same thing over again. 
but the other part of me feels like he deserves a second chance and that maybe all of the stress from his family issues is what was causing our problems and for him to act that way. Even if I do agree to get back with him, I can't tell anybody. My parents both hate him and all of my friends pretty much wish he would die in a hole. Well, I'm just not sure what would be best for me. Bung, bung. I'll tell you this, D. Um, let's say, for argument's sake, and I don't believe this, let's say that he does really want to fix things and be in a relationship with you. To me, it sounds like he's not getting any pussy and he's had sex with you before and he thinks he can whenever he wants. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, GG. Um, I, yeah, let's say, let's say he means this and he wants to fix it. What's to say that the next time he's got a little bit of, you know, stress in his life that he doesn't start treating you like this again? You know, once bitten, twice shy. That's what I always say. And I think that's a saying. Um, no, I wouldn't. There's, I don't know how old you are either. It, you, you sound young, kind of. So I, I think there's, you've got plenty of time, plenty of fish in the sea, as they say. I wouldn't get back with him. I think this guy's just trying to, um, trying to get a bit more sex. He knows, he knows you're a good person. You sound like a good person. You want to give second chances and shit like that. But he knows that, and he's using it against you. I'd say I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Um, maybe that's my own bullshit, my own like not trusting people shit. But from what you've said, it it does seem a bit dicey. He shouldn't have come out after four months and just started doing sexual conversations. That's, and that's partly your fault, I'd guess. Conversations go two ways. Um, but I would avoid it. I'd avoid that like the plague, D. But um, you do you, sister. That's welcome to the potty. You know what it is. Welcome to the potty on everything. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, all of your podcast apps. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Please vote, or not vote, uh, please uh, rate and review five stars. Leave a funny um, leave a funny review. Let's see if we've got any new reviews here and I'll read, I'll read out any new ones. Um, but yeah, rate and review five stars, man. Uh, please. It's important. It, it keeps the show going. It keeps the show growing. Um, where's the reviews? No, that one's already been read. But yeah, please rate and review the show. It helps helps us be seen in the algorithm and all that shit. Just do it. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bum bum.